Amen, amen. Thank you, worship team, for leading us to that place today. Well, as we said before, today is a special day. It's a day that we get to hear the story uh, of our TJ team and the things that they experienced of who God is. Um, and just as uh, Bryce was, was singing and leading us through those things, just the heart of the gospel and the, the truth of what Jesus has done, that is the foundation and the root of what our church is. Um, our church is a part of something called the North American Baptist Conference, and that's made up of 400 and some churches across North America that all have chosen to associate together and serve together, pool resources together. And that association, the NABC, NAB goes all the way back over 100 years now and uh, just goes back to a time of uh, just German immigrants who were coming to Canada and uh, the United States and just had a heart for mission. That is the foundation. That is the core of our denomination and what we are built upon is a heart for mission. It was these German immigrants, uh, as people would kind of come off the boats, there were German-speaking immigrants that would come in and they didn't know the language. They didn't know the culture. They didn't know how to navigate life in North America. And so these immigrants who love Jesus reached out to immigrants who wanted to find community and connection and love Jesus too. And our churches were kind of built kind of around that. Well, roughly around 1939 or so, it became a little less cool to be German, and so we weren't the German Baptist Conference anymore. We changed our name to the North American Baptist Conference, and that uh, was a little more palatable at that time, and that's been the story ever since. But that's the core and the heart of our church and the churches that we are a part of is mission and ministry, reaching out with the gospel, out of the strength in Jesus, with the truth of the Spirit, the power of the Spirit and His Word. And we carry that forward today. And so as a denomination, we have works and mission and ministry all around the world, uh, in Romania, in Cameroon, in Nigeria, in Russia, in Brazil. Uh, we are a part of things in lots of different places. And that's what our church is born out of as well, is a heart to reach out and do these things. And so so as a church, we've connected with these various ministries in different ways, as well as uh, uh, with other things as we've had people here who are led and, and felt compelled to do um, work together. And, and so this last summer, we connected with uh, YWAM in Tijuana, Mexico, and we've now had an association going on there for almost 13 years as well. Again, we are about pouring and building into ministry over the long term. Ministry is about relationship. It's about walking together and building relationship with people and sharing the love of Jesus. And so one of the things we talked about as our team was preparing to go down there was the fact that we're not taking Jesus anywhere. The church is already alive in Mexico and what we get to do is to go and be a part of that and bring encouragement and connection into that place, bring relationship into that place, relationship with Pastor Jesus uh, at Principe de Paz, uh, with the YWAM team there we've built relationship with over a long, long time, and with other churches as we serve together. Again, we don't go just as an individual church alone. We connect with churches in Edmonton, in Mon in. Um, uh, uh, um, Winnipeg and in Ontario, we had a huge team that all came together and our people were able to share and enjoy uh, mission and relationship with those folks as well. So what we're going to do this morning is just hear a little bit from our team here um, and just hear from the stories and things that they experienced. And from there, we're going to watch a little video and just uh, just kind of get a sense because it was us as a church family in our spirit together going with these individuals who carried the mantle, who carried the flag of the kingdom and of LFC as a part of that 
to these places. As we shared our resources, we raised uh, almost $30,000 as a church family to pay for a whole house by ourselves and support the mission and ministry of YWAM in lots of different ways. And that is all of us going together to Mexico. And so these folks carried our banner and our mantle on behalf of the kingdom uh, to share in that together. It's very, very exciting. So uh, we're going to invite Paige up to, first to come and share a little bit of her experience. And then Rob and then Pastor Scott's going to kind of close us and lead us into a little bit of a video that'll show us uh, just the different pieces that uh, God was doing there. Hi, so like Pastor Dustin said, my name is Paige, and I got the wonderful privilege to go on the 2023 TJ trip. Through this trip, I got to see the faithfulness of God and other Christians. I got to hear stories of people freed from life of addictions, and I got to see people question for themselves what it really means to be a follower of Jesus. Our team got to build a house for a mother and daughter, and... I have been part of house builds in the past before in Tijuana, but this year my eyes were really open to how a home isn't just for the family, but it's for the community around them. Mexico is such a warm culture, and when that one family gets a house, it creates a chain effect that affects the community and makes it a more welcoming place. Hearing the mother and daughter's gratitude when we passed the keys around to them was life-changing. When doing missions work, the people you're serving change your life forever. Each day of our build, the mom made sure that we all got a fresh, warm Mexican meal. With the little they had, they were giving to us. This is a different type of hospitality. During the build, I got to spend a lot of time with the daughter. Her name was Genesis. It's like Genesis, but they don't say Genesis. Anyways, she was 10 years old and loved to draw. She helped me, or she told me she was working on perfecting drawing of the human nose. She helped me paint and then helped me decorate my painting clothes. She always made sure I had a bottle of water with me and that I was wearing sunscreen. Apparently we're not as tanned as they are. She showed me her schoolwork and the drawings that she was proud of, and she even corrected me when I was holding the painting roller the wrong way. God taught me that his love isn't bound by language. You can show God's love in the simplest ways to others. Genesis showed me, her, showed me God's love, and I hope I showed her his love as well. When preparing for this trip, Pastor Dustin and Pastor Scott talked about it being a short-term mission trip. They emphasized that we were not bringing Jesus where he hasn't been already. It is so easy to question what the point is of going for such a short time. But a family and a community is forever changed because we said yes to Jesus. And I want to say a big thank you for all, to all of you for helping us get to Tijuana. To those of you who prayed for our safety and our health, it was much needed in the last couple days. Thank you for those of you who were able to support our team financially. You made a difference in two communities because because of you, we were able to build two houses. So thank you. I want to start by thanking Dust, uh, Pastor Duster for encouraging me to participate in TJ23. When I first started considering it, I was very hesitant because of the connection to YWAM, Youth for a Mission. Clearly, I'm not a youth. <laughs> Dustin made it very clear that this would be more about my spiritual journey and that it would 
than it would be about building a house or bringing Jesus to the people of Tijuana, simply because Jesus is already there. While in Mexico, we were kept fairly busy and had minimal downtime. There was, there was time for personal devotions and reflecting on the day's activities, but then it was time to go again. When I got home, my initial feeling was, okay, that was cool, great experience, but really, why did I go? It was almost anticlimactical. I had to sit back and allow my mind to absorb what had just happened over the last two weeks. That is when what I had just experienced really resonated with me. Let me touch on a few of these things. In handing over the keys to their new home, I could feel in the hug that I got from the young mom the genuine appreciation and gratitude for this gift of a new lease on life for her family. To us, it may not seem like much, but to them, it's a castle. That means shelter and security from the world around them, that surrounds them. Also witnessed a group of youth that bonded together in prayer with and over each other. For me, this is powerful and reassuring to see the young people with this type of conviction and faith in Jesus Christ. Even in physical sickness within our own team, I was able to see the compassion of the Spirit at work. It didn't matter if you were from Ontario, Manitoba, or Alberta. Everyone took care of each other when that bug hit all of us. Whether it was to find a clean bedding for others or to bring food and drink to those that just couldn't get out of bed. And I want to give a huge shout out to our resident nurses, Paige and Scott. <laughs> Both of them went way above and beyond to help out anybody and everybody uh, who needed it. No matter what time of day or night it was. Like 3 o'clock in the morning, right Scott? But you see, those are the kind of things that I almost expected to see and experience on a missions trip. What I didn't expect has made some incredible changes for me in my life. You see, before TJ23 had not been able to clearly define when and what the Lord was saying to me, and almost to the point that I believe that he didn't speak to me directly. Well, he did, and he does. I just wasn't allowing myself to recognize it. Something small happened in, to me in Tijuana that most would seem to, to most, it would seem trivial. So I'm not going to go into detail about it. I almost missed it myself until it resurfaced when I was absorbing the details of the trip at home. God had spoken clearly to me during one of the small activities. But as a human being, I shrugged it off as, as silly and impractical. If I had spoken up about what I had been shown, it would have clearly defined what direction we as a group needed to go. Turns out, that what I, w what I was shown by God did in fact come into fruition and was impactful to all involved. I'm thankful it turned out that way. Uh, al along with the others in the small group, we believe that there was a family that has been reunited in their faith because of our presence and prayers and what happened on the beach that day. My life has also been impacted by that experience. My eyes were opened and I'm finally starting to recognize how God communicates with me. And I think that's huge. Another small but impactful thing that happened to me because of TJ23 trip happened right here in Leduc while I was gone. A member of LFC, who has known one of my daughters for some time now, showed up at her present place of work, and they were sort of reconnecting. My daughter mentioned that her father had just left for Mexico on a missions trip. My daughter tells me that the gears started turning, and with a little further discussion, the connection was made. She was given kind words of encouragement, and although my daughter is a bit of a worrier, hearing from someone that has experienced this trip like this calmed her anxiety and her worries. For helping in her in that way, I am ever so grateful. Just 
your few minutes of time and some words of encouragement made a big difference for her, so indirectly for me as well. And for that, I just want to say thank you. I guess what I'm trying to say is it doesn't matter where we are geographically. The Lord is at work giving us what we really need, whether we recognize it or not. It doesn't matter who we meet. Kind words and good deeds can make a huge impact on other people's lives. Paying attention to the smallest of details can make the biggest of impacts. For me, it took going to Mexico to connect with some of the small but really big realities of life and to be able to take the time to get out of my own way and allow God to take charge of where I'm going and how I'm going to get there. I'd like to encourage every one of you to get out away on a regular basis, not necessarily to Mexico, but even if it's just around the corner. Kick life to the curb for a while. Connect with your maker. Pay close attention to the small details and listen to what he has to say to you. He'll never steer you wrong, even though at times it may seem trivial, silly, or impractical. Um, my name is Pastor Scott. Um, I was on the trip with uh, uh, Paige and Robin. It was a phenomenal experience. I just want to clarify, I am by no means a nurse, but have much more respect for nurses now. Oh, man. Um, it was a phenomenal trip. Uh, right away on, as we were heading off, I wasn't sure what to expect with YWAM, if you've had any experience with them before. Uh, it can be a phenomenal experience of seeing God work in incredible ways, and it can also be YWAM, youth with a mission, zero planning, just mission going forward. So, uh, But it wasn't that. It was an amazing experience. Um, and just as we got down there, the first couple days, it was getting to know the culture of the base, the people, learning more what that's like. Uh, and so very, we got down there on the Monday. We flew down, drove to the base. Uh, so we flew down to San Diego, then drove down to the Tijuana base, um, and then got settled in. The next day, we went and prayed over... Uh, the border between the U.S. and Mexico, because uh, Tijuana, and the way they were explaining it was that it's a it's a place of new beginnings for a lot of people because they're not um, they're coming to the border in hopes that they can get to America because then life will be good after that life will be easy they'll be able to take care of themselves and do that and so a lot of people come to Tijuana and get stuck and they can't make it to the next step of where they think they need to go in life and so. Um, it can be pretty hard atmosphere for a lot of people living in poverty or just um, a lot of people living in the dump there, even as we went there for one ministry day. But um, just as the others were talking about it, the build was an amazing experience. We got to go and uh, meet this family, and um, it was phenomenal just to see the way that they were actually tangibly, like their life was changed forever after that. It wasn't just that they were given a home, it's that they were giving a place to start life over again. It wasn't just some shack that they had uh, put up with some plywood that they found. It was a place where they could call home and, and start again in a certain way. But um, a couple things I just wanted to share, especially um, just appreciating you guys, uh, was finances and prayer. Um, finances seems kind of a weird one, but we were the smallest group out of all the groups that had gone down. There was about five other churches that sent people. Um, and out of all of those groups, we were the number one financial supporter for most of the build, most of the um, stuff that we used to fill the house with. So I just wanted to encourage you guys, thank you for, for supporting this trip. I, I wish I could express a little more accurately how, how much your money has changed someone's life down in Mexico. 
Um, but hopefully you catch a little bit of that through the video as well. Uh, the second way was through prayer that I just wanted to encourage you and thank you for. On uh, Tuesday, our last day at the base, it was supposed to be a ministry day. We were supposed to go with, uh, to the local church and help run the vacation Bible school. And everyone caught the plague. I don't know. Um, we, we figure it was some type of virus just because it wasn't that we ate all the same food and everyone got sick from that. Uh, so we woke up in the morning and it was kind of a war zone. There was, yeah, everyone was sick everywhere. I won't go into too much detail. Um, but one, one guy that stood out, stood out to me, his name was Riley, Riley Sanders, I believe his last name is. And, uh, he was phenomenal. Like he, he's a... I don't know, he's just an amazing guy. We, we got up in the morning and everyone was sick and just right away, he just went and started help cleaning up. Like someone would be sick and he'd be right there with them, holding them and then helping them back and then cleaning up right away. And, and I was like, oh man, oh, okay, I can help. Okay, I got this. If, if he can do it, I, can, I think I can do it too. And so he was just an amazing and incredible witness, but also example of who Jesus is, just to love the sick even in those moments. Uh, but the, the encouraging part I wanted to share with you guys, especially thank you for your prayers. Um, so that was the Tuesday that we caught the plague, and that day was a wipe, uh, I don't know, it happened. Um, and then the next day we were supposed to bus back from Tijuana to San Diego on a three and a half hour bus ride, where we were supposed to cross the border and get off our bus, pick up all our luggage, walk it through the border in the nice hot sun, uh, and then get back on the bus. So... Uh, a couple of us were very afraid of what was going to be happening for the next day because we're like, man, if everyone is as sick as they are now, this is not going to be good. Um, I don't know if we're going to get a ride back kind of thing. So uh, the next day, everyone was fine. Like, it wasn't a, like, everyone was feeling top-notch perfect. Uh, in fact, I ended up getting sick once I got back home after that. But it was it was clearly an answer to prayer. So I just want to thank you guys um, I remember the night before, there was one conversation I had with Pastor Rudy. He uh, used to be a pastor here a few years ago, but uh, we were just sharing how we were, we were afraid. We were standing there, and we're like, man, everyone's sick. We can hear people in the background. Anyway, sorry, I won't go too much detail. Um, but I remember we were just looking at each other, and we're like, man, what is this going to look like? Like, I'm just, I'm just afraid of the fact that what this bus is going to be. And so we're like, well, why don't we pray? Why don't we ask for Jesus for help in this, in, in, the, in the fear of what's going to happen? And so we just prayed, and we're like, you know what, God? You've got this in control, and you can do what you will do, and you'll take care of us. And he did, and it was amazing. So I just want to thank you guys for, for your faithfulness to not only support us and go with us, even if not physically, financially, and to make that difference in these people's lives, uh, but also just through, through prayer and, and seeing the actual effect of that prayer. Uh, so I just want to take a moment to thank you guys for that. That was an incredible uh, and clear working of God's hand in our trip and time. But uh, just as we uh, as we move over to the video here, uh, just a couple pieces I feel like I want to explain. There's a video or there's a picture where the guy's going like this and it's break time is the title there. Uh, that's one of our builders. He was a helper on the construction site. Uh, and what we do is we provide the manpower and they provide the guidance. So they do all the tools. And there's two contractors there that help us and show us what to do for the build site. Uh, because youth building a house probably wouldn't turn out so well. Um, but the cool part with Gonzalo was that he was actually one of the families that received a home when he was young. So Homes of Hope, 
uh, had come a number of years ago and had built a house for his family. And then he saw how much of a difference that made in his own family's life that he came back to Homes of Hope and signed up to help them. And so he's volunteering with them. And while we were there, he built like four or five houses page, I think it was. So it was, it was crazy. But just to show you the amount of difference that that makes in people's lives. So uh, I'll pass it over to the video here. I'll stop talking. But thank you guys for, for not only your support, but your prayer, your love for us on this trip. Amen. We are uh, so blessed to be able to be a part of those kinds of experiences and the things that God is doing in those places. I've been fortunate to be there many, many times myself and many of us have been on different trips that we've done over the years and can attest to the same things that this uh, team has, has shared with us here today. And the thing that uh, stands out to me just as we explore these things and kind of as we kind of come to a close here this morning and, and step into worship again ourselves, is just the, the heart and the purpose behind what God is doing. Our theme this year is, is the Word, and we're kind of focusing around Isaiah 55, and I wanted to read just a couple of verses out of that for, for us this morning here, uh, verses 10 and 11. And it says, As the rain and the snow come down from heaven... And do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. This is the power of the word of God that he has declared and promised that his word is going to go out, go forth through scripture, through the spirit, through our presence together and working together and sharing the love of Jesus together. And it will accomplish the things that he desires for it to do. It is a guarantee and a promise. That is the power of the word of God. And it is so easy for us to overlook that power because we can look at our own lives and, and the light of God, the power of God is, is overwhelming and incredible at first. But as we become accustomed to it, it's like walking into a dark room and the lights come on bright and our eyes are overwhelmed for a moment, but over time they adjust. As we walk along on that journey, we can become adjusted to the light of what God is doing, the power of His Word and what He is doing in our lives. But we can't lose sight of the fact that He is speaking. As Rob shared this morning, such powerful things of just learning to see, even though we see. Learning to recognize and see the things that God is doing. And so when we have an experience like this, it's easy for us, well, these folks just went on a fun little trip and they didn't know the power of the Word was alive in each of their lives, in Paige and Rob and Pastor Scott. He has brought them to this place on the journey of discipleship that they are on, being transformed in their hearts and sensitive to the call to go on this trip. Our church is a part of the Word and a part of what God is doing to join with these other churches across Canada and go and join what His mission and ministry is doing. His Word is alive in us, in each of you, as we prayed for this team, gave to this trip, poured into this mission and ministry, and the way that God brought relationship together, the people together from across this country to go and join with the people in Mexico. There, That is His Word and the power of His Word at work and alive in the church. And even on this trip, in ways that we would just so immediately call coincidental with, again, the illness and the experience there. Wow, they were just fine the next day. Of course they were. No, that is a miracle. 
I've been on this trip, and those of you who know that have been on this trip know what that experience of travel is on those days. There is not access to facilities. On the bus and while we're in line, it is many, many hours of travel on the bus and standing in line and waiting. can be two, three, five plus hours waiting in line to get across the border. There is no access to facilities during those times. And God was so gracious to allow all, and it flared up again after that. And then they had to fly home the following day. And there was, there's again, on a plane with that many people, there's not access to facilities. And once again, the Spirit allowed everything to calm down. And people were ill again when they got home after that. But God was gracious. This is the power of His Word, accomplishing His purposes so that people can experience the love and grace of Jesus. This is what we're talking about. And this is what we're inviting you to embrace and experience on this journey this year as we dig into the Word together. It is, not, it is Scripture itself, the Bible itself. But one of the things we see and one of the things that we heard from this team this morning was relationship. Every story they told was about people. And that is the purpose of this book is God sharing relationship with us. And the stories contained in here are all about people. It is about seeing people, the people that God has created. And with mission and ministries and all these things, we can get so sucked into the the program of what we're doing, the structure of a missions trip, the structure of our youth ministry, the, the specific events or games of our children's ministry, of our Bible studies. We're getting together at these times. All of it is about people walking together in relationship and experiencing who God is in relationship through Scripture, by the Spirit, and together as we are enjoying and walking together. So thank you again for your prayers and support. As Pastor Scott shared, uh, your incredible support for this trip. We as a church are walking together and pouring into things. And we're going to have so many opportunities through the fall here. As we step into Christmas, we're going to have Operation Christmas Child. We're going to be collecting things, uh, uh, clothing items again for the homeless and, and pouring into lives and people in real ways as we study and explore what the Word is all about together. And so again, I want to invite you and challenge you to dig into Scripture. Dig into the ministries that we have here as you have opportunity and availability. Let's walk together. Let's study God's Word together. Let's memorize it together. Let's fill our hearts and our minds with Scripture that we can know the power of the Word and continue to be transformed and that we can see what God is doing, that we don't miss it because He is doing so much and He is inviting us to be a part of that. Amen? Amen. As we close today, I'm just going to pray with us. We'll invite the worship team to come and close our service together. But let's be inspired and encouraged by the things that God has done through this team and the things that they have seen and be encouraged ourselves to dig into Scripture, to dig into the Word, and to dig into what God is doing in our community, in your life, around you right now. Let's pray together. Father God, we thank you for what you are doing. We thank you for the ways that you are working. We thank you for your word that so clearly communicates to us your purpose and intention for the world. We thank you that your heart is for people, for relationship. God, you in yourself are relationship, three in one in perfect relationship and unity and harmony with yourself, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, three and one God together. And so you desire to express who you are in relationship. You invite us to see the relationship that is all around us. Firstly with you, as you have restored that relationship by the power and the blood of Jesus. And then to bring that hope and that life to the people around us here in this church, 
in our community, with our friends and neighbors, the people you've planted all around us, and even around the world. As a church, we are connected to churches that together we are pouring into ministry around the world, adding up to tens of thousands and millions of people who have been impacted over the last hundred years. And God, it is unbelievable how you are at work. You are alive and your church is alive and the things you are inviting us to see are so real and so powerful. And God, we want to be with you. We want to be awake We want to be aware. We want to see how you are moving and we want to be a part of it. So we ask that you would challenge us, God. Encourage us, draw us deeper and fill us with a hunger for your word that we can be changed, that we can see, that we can grow, that we can serve. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, y'all stand and sing closing song. Service seemed like it went by really quick, huh? Just how beautiful you are.
In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through Him, all things were made. Without Him, nothing was made that has been made. In Him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. The Word became flesh and made His dwelling among us. We have seen His glory, the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. God's Word is real and it is alive and ultimately it is revealed in Jesus Christ. He has brought that life to us, to you. And our team got to have a very special experience of going somewhere else, experiencing Jesus, sharing Jesus in that place. But that call is extended to each one of us. That wherever we are, He is here with us and He desires to bring that life and that light to you. That you would bring that to the people around you. That we would shine with the light of Jesus wherever we are. His Word alive in us. He has a mission and a purpose for us and the people around us need life. If we are ready and willing to bring it around the world and across the street. Are we ready? Are we hungry? Go with God this week.